At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. I'm Scott Seidenberg here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Feel free to follow on Twitter at Scott's On Air, S C O T T S O N A I R. As we get you ready for the week action in sports, uh, obviously, week three in the NFL will get kicked off on Thursday night between the Panthers and the Texans, week four in college football as well. And of course, Major League Baseball with about 10 games or so left on the schedule. It's getting really interesting in these uh, playoff races, especially in the wild card and maybe a couple of divisions more on that coming up later on this hour but i want to start with the nfl line movements week three as i mentioned gets kicked off thursday night football in houston the texans and the panthers that line is now at eight yes the panthers are an eight point favorite over the houston texans uh it was at seven and a half it actually was at eight and a half and it is now at eight you see on the screen that it was at eight and a half with a total of 43. It is now eight with a total of 43. Panthers, a heavy money line favorite at minus 410, while the Texans are at plus 310, your current odds, courtesy of DraftKings. Why the line movement? Well, Davis Mills is going to be the starting quarterback. The rookie getting his first career start, uh, taking over for the injured Tyrod Taylor. Also, no and no Danny Amendola, so one less weapon offensively for Houston. And Carolina has looked really good to start the year. Sam Darnold getting out of New York has had a little bit of a resurgence. He's reunited with Robbie Anderson, who was his top weapon for the New York Jets. Uh, they got other weapons on the outside. Christian McCaffrey coming back healthy. Matt Rule has done a tremendous job here coaching this team. And the defense is really where they have invested all the draft picks over the years and it is coming to fruition this year as the defense has only allowed 21 points in their first two games. So the Panthers, a heavy favorite against the Houston Texans. Full disclosure, I took the Panthers in my survivor pool. On Sunday, you have the Chicago Bears who are down from 7.5 to 7-point underdogs against the Cleveland Browns. And that plus 7 right now is at minus 115. Why the line movement there? Well, it looks like Andy Dalton's not going to be able to go for Chicago. And if that's the case, then Justin Fields is going to get his first career start. There's a lot of people, and you can add me in that conversation as well, that think that Justin Fields gives this team a different dynamic on offense and actually boosts them up a little bit. 
I, I don't like the Chicago Bears. I think they're not that great of a football team. And certainly they make mistakes just like a lot of not great football teams make. I wouldn't pick them to win this game. I think the Browns are still a top team this year, even with the loss of Jarvis Landry for a couple of weeks. But Odell Beckham Jr. is coming back. So you swap out one ride receiver for another. This Browns team is, is headed for a special season. Uh, and the Chicago Bears, though, listen, with getting Justin Fields now as your quarterback, he plays well. He could entice Matt Nagy to now stick with him. It's a really interesting spot uh, with the Bears at plus seven. And that line could actually drop down because plus seven is at minus 115. And if it does drop down to less than a touchdown, you might have to take the Browns. In that case, over a touchdown Bears, under a touchdown Browns, certainly teaser spot, teaser spots galore on this card. I mean, you just look up and down. There are a lot of spots that you can tease. But how about a tease of the Panthers and the Browns? You know, you get the Panthers underneath the field goal. You get the Browns at a pick which is very intriguing. The Ravens and the Lions, that line has stayed put at nine. Uh, no real teaser spot there for uh, the Ravens. The Cardinals are at seven and a half over the Jaguars, but Jacksonville at minus 115 at the plus seven and a half. So that is noteworthy because, uh, you know, you can take a look at where this thing goes. If it gets down to seven, you got the Cardinals, certainly very attractive. Cardinals, another team that you can throw in a teaser as well, but over a touchdown on the road, kind of tough to lay, but getting under a touchdown could be very interesting. So right now, seven and a half, is juiced at minus 115. No line movement for the Chargers and the Chiefs. That is a six and a half point spread. I like the Chargers in this one because I think it's too many points to give up in a divisional game against a very talented team in LA. Justin Herbert's had a very good start to the season. The offensive line has played well. Tough loss last week against the Cowboys, a game that they could have and probably should have won. Had a couple of touchdowns called back due to penalties. Uh, and, you know, looking at this team, I think this line has more to do with uh, the, the Chiefs. And the Kansas City Chiefs, they haven't covered the spread <laughs> really at all recently. Just one time in the last 13 games have the Kansas City Chiefs covered a spread. They are 1-11-1 against the number in their last 13 games. I'm not confident laying six and a half with them. I think the Chargers uh, are a good uh, bet here at plus six and a half. Sure, some people might be interested to tease the Chiefs down from six and a half down to a pick them. But uh, the Chargers at plus six and a half to me, very appealing there. Saints and Patriots, this line has moved. It was Patriots minus three. It is now Patriots minus two and a half. The two and a half, though, is juiced at minus 115. So this thing could find its way back up to Patriots minus three. I've gone on record. I think this is a good spot for the Patriots. Bad spot for the Saints. This is now the third straight week of travel for the New Orleans Saints, and I think that that's a bad spot for them. Uh, They started the season with a home game that was actually moved to Jacksonville. So you travel to Jacksonville in week one. Then you travel to Carolina in week two. You play a physical game against the Panthers and get walloped. And now you have to travel up to New England for a game here in week three. Plus, they've been displaced practicing at TCU in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and uh, trying to return home. They're likely to come home next week, but there was actually a report uh, coming out here on Tuesday about a fire that broke out at the Dome. So uh, things are just going from bad to worse there for the New Orleans Saints. I I just don't like this spot. Traveling on three consecutive weeks, never a good thing for an NFL team to do. Situational spot here for me for the Patriots against the Saints. The line has moved. I said the two and a half. Could move back up to three, though, as two and a half is minus 115. No movement between the Colts and the Titans. It's still a five and a half point line. The status of Carson Wentz is still up in the air uh, with the ankle injuries, uh, both ankles. If he doesn't go, Jacob Eason gets the start. And if that's announced, I would expect this line to move even further. Uh, At five and a half, I think that if it's Jacob Eason getting the start, the line would move. If Carson Wentz does play, I think the Colts at plus five and a half is intriguing. What worries me is his status. Even if he does play, how healthy is he? The offensive line has been atrocious to start the year. That's why Carson Wentz is injured because they can't keep him upright. And all the injuries that they had on the defensive side of the football, it's why I love the Rams last week and very shocked that the Rams didn't blow them out 
which they really could have and probably should have, but they won the game uh, nevertheless. Washington and Buffalo. Buffalo is now an eight-point favorite, so the line did move down a little bit. It was eight and a half. It is now eight between Buffalo and the Washington football team. Giants and Falcons, that is a three-point spread. The Giants are three-point favorites over Atlanta, but Atlanta at plus three is minus 115, so the line could move to below a field goal as money comes in on the Falcons, and and I think this could be a game that the Falcons win. Um, I'm probably going to play this one. I haven't decided yet. Going to take a look at it over the next couple of days, but honestly, um, I've seen this play out. I've seen this story play out before the New York Giants. This is the type of game that they would lose. A game that they're expected to win against a team that's having a bad start to their season. Uh, this is the game that the Giants would lose, and they have lost in the past. Uh, Jets having an abysmal start to their season. Zach Wilson, not good. Now has to go up against the vaunted Bronco defense, although uh, they are missing Bradley Chubb, who is uh, going to be out for a couple of weeks, but the Broncos still 10.5-point favorites. No movement there on that line. The Raiders and Dolphins game was off the board. There was uncertainty about the quarterback position. Derek Carr dealing with an injury. Tua Tungavailoa dealing with an injury as well. No announcement yet on uh, the status of the players, obviously, with practice coming up here on Wednesday. And Thursday will be so important to for players' availability coming up here on Sunday. But the Raiders are a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Dolphins. And I wonder if it's a, a bad spot for the Raiders because the public will be all over them, right? Two wins straight up as underdogs in Week 1 against the Ravens, in Week 2 against the Steelers. Now you come home and you are now favored against the Dolphins, dangerous spot, I think, uh, for the Raiders. This next game has flipped. Tampa Bay Bucks, L.A. Rams. The Rams were favored by one and a half. That has now flipped. The Bucks are favored by one and a half. I I don't know where this game is going to finish, but to me, it was a coin flip to begin with. It's a coin flip now. Uh, The Buccaneers certainly attracting money. I talked about this when the line came out on Sunday that you know, getting the Bucks as an underdog is almost an automatic fire. And they were plus one and a half. I said fire on it because the line was going to move, and the line has moved significantly as they are now one and a half point favorites. Uh, the Vikings and Seahawks, this one started at plus one for Minnesota. They are now plus one and a half. It was plus two. It went back down to plus one and a half. So the Vikings, uh, essentially a coin flip there. Packers and 49ers has moved as the Packers were a four-point dog. They're now three-and-a-half-point dogs, and it's minus 115, that three-and-a-half. So that line could move even further. I think it will be closer to a field goal by the time we get to kickoff on Sunday night. And then Monday night also has seen some movement. The Cowboys were a four-point favorite over the Eagles. It is now at three-and-a-half. That total has gone up as well to 52, and that's a game that I do think will shoot over that posted total. I'm Scott Seidenberg here on The Look Ahead, and uh, we will continue to look ahead to the NFL uh, Week 3 and also some futures in uh, the the markets to see where we like some changes that might have occurred since uh, these futures opened up. It's The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. 
if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Play. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the look ahead on VSN, the sports betting network. Sports betting network and. I wanted to take a look at some of the futures in the NFL as we head towards week three because teams are are certainly going to start to separate themselves the further we get in the NFL season. Uh, The Kansas City Chiefs still your favorite to win the Super Bowl, followed by the Tampa Bay Bucks at plus 550. The Chiefs are plus 500. Uh, The Rams are at plus 1100, and I, I like the Rams this season, and this game on Sunday certainly will be a playoff preview, but it will also be a litmus test to see exactly how they handle themselves against the team in the Tampa Bay Bucks uh, coming off the Super Bowl victory. And I do think that this could be the matchup in the NFC title game if both of these teams wind up being the first and second seed. Uh, this game will be important, obviously, for seeding purposes in the NFC playoff picture. But I, I, I find it hard to find another team out of the NFC that will go to the Super Bowl besides the Bucks and the Rams. The Packers would be the next logical choice, and I think that that's still the case. But I think that the the Rams and the Bucks have kind of separated themselves from the Packers uh, in terms of going to, representing that conference. I'm not as high on the 49ers as other people are. They're your third favorite at plus 650. Uh, I just don't see it. I really don't. Uh, they should they should have lost to the Eagles last week. That was not a good performance. And I know that they've been decimated by injuries, but uh, I just never really high. I wasn't really as high on the 49ers as other people were coming into this season. Uh, The Arizona Cardinals certainly have played incredible football. Kyler Murray has just been lights out. That offense has been lights out. Defensively, they've been playing well uh, as well. But they play in a really difficult division. And I I just can't sit here and, and be confident putting money on them to win the conference or even money to win the division when they're the fourth favorite or they're the third favorite tied with the Seahawks to win that division. I still think the 49ers and Rams are better than them. And I think the Rams are the best team in that division. So uh, I don't think that the Arizona hype right now is uh, going to maintain itself as the season moves on. Although great spot for them to start off three, and with the game here against the Jacksonville Jaguars, where they are heavily favored so the, the Arizona Cardinals starting the season at 3-0 and would be very impressive. But, I mean, look at that division. The 49ers are starting 2-0, and and they got a game against the Packers, which they're favored in. Rams are 2-0, and game against the Bucks, which is going to be a tough one. Uh, and then the Seahawks, uh, game against the Vikings, which is also tough. Um, but when these teams start to play each other, it's going to be a very difficult division to win. Uh, but I give the Rams the leg up there. Over in the AFC, I think it's wide open, to be honest with you. I know the Kansas City Chiefs are the favorite, but we just saw the Chiefs lose to Baltimore. And the Chiefs have been struggling to cover the number uh, as of late. In fact, in their last 13 games, the Kansas City Chiefs are just 1-11-1 against the number. So not confident in the Kansas City Chiefs to cover the spread, but in terms of winning the AFC... The Buffalo Bills are plus 450. The Ravens plus 650. The Browns at plus 800. All teams that I think actually have legit chances to win this conference. Sure, the Kansas City Chiefs are are still the class of the AFC, but I think all of those teams are right there with them. 
especially you know with the Chiefs' uh, uh, habit of playing close games as of late uh, over the past two seasons. So, uh, well, this season and then all of last season. So I, I wouldn't think that the Chiefs are a runaway right now to represent the AFC. As far as player awards are concerned, uh, Patrick Mahomes is your favorite to be the most valuable player. But my producer Jason Kahn told me before the show that he wants to bet his money on Tom Brady. And I like it. Tom Brady at plus 750. Why not? Same odds as you're getting on Kyler Murray. And everyone's all about Kyler Murray right now to win the MVP award at plus 750. But Tom Brady's off to a really nice start uh, to the season, right? Brady has uh, gone out there and has thrown the touchdowns. He has uh, led his team to a 2-0 start. He's Let's see what he's doing right now here. He's got nine touchdowns to two interceptions. The nine touchdowns is the most in the NFL right now. Kyler Murray does have seven, but Brady does have nine and the two picks. And those two picks, by the way, came in week one. One was a Hail Mary at the end of the half. I don't count those. Hail Mary interceptions to me should not count against your record. And then the other one was the ball that went off of Leonard Fournette's hands and popped up into the air and was caught by a defender. That throw was on the money right in front of Leonard Fournette, goes through his hands and hits him in the helmet and pops up, and it's an interception. So in my mind, in my eye, Tom Brady's got nine touchdown passes and zero interceptions to start the season. So I'm not going to you know, put those two interceptions and, uh, and, and let that hurt him. Sorry, not going to happen. But Brady at plus 750, I like the value there uh, to win the MVP award. Um, longer shots, if you're looking at a long shot to win the MVP award. Uh, and again, it's not likely, but Derek Carr is having a really good start to the season. The Raiders are 2-0. They're favored this week against the, Bron- against the uh, Dolphins. So the Raiders could be 3-0. And Derek Carr is right now leading the league in passing with 817 yards. In fact, he is over 100 yards more than the next highest quarterback. He's thrown four touchdowns to just one interception, but he has led his team, and he has been the main reason why his team is 2-0 to start the year. Derek Carr is plus 2,500 to win the MVP. It's a long shot for a reason, but right now, uh, hard to argue guys playing better than Derek Carr and uh, his team could be 3-0 to start the year if they handle their business against the Dolphins. Uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year, to me it's Mac Jones, and it's not even close with anybody else right now. Mac Jones at plus 350 has the leg up on everybody else because he is right now playing well through through the first two games of the season, where Trevor Lawrence just isn't. And uh, the quarterbacks are where you're going to lean first, so Trey Lance hasn't seen action yet. Uh, Zach Wilson has been atrocious. Trevor Lawrence hasn't been good. The running back, Najee Harris, hasn't done anything. Jamar Chase, okay. Devontae Smith, okay. Kyle Pitts has done nothing, the tight end. And Mac Jones really has, it's his award, I think, to lose. And I know it's only through two weeks, and a lot can change. And a lot can change with the guy who is the third favorite to win this award, and that's Justin Fields. Justin Fields has the opportunity now to take over as the starting quarterback of the Bears. If Andy Dalton can't go this Sunday, it will be Justin Fields as the starter. And then he has the potential to play his way into this award. If he has a good game on Sunday, and let's say they go out there and they upset the Browns, or they just play the Browns tightly and lose a close one, don't you think there's going to be pressure on Matt Nagy now to keep Justin Fields as the starting quarterback for the remainder of the season? Everyone knows that he's going to take over eventually. So if he plays well, there's certainly going to be some pushback to bringing back Andy Dalton, which I know that he has said that when Andy's healthy, he's the starting quarterback. But come on, if Justin Fields has himself a day on Sunday, it's going to be hard to go away from him. And so Justin Fields at plus 600 is rather interesting because he could play himself into this award. Uh, Offensive player of the year. It's a different award than the uh, obviously the MVP, but you got Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey as your favorites at plus nine hundred. Uh, McCaffrey certainly having a nice start to his season. Derrick Henry though leads the 
league in rushing right now. He's got 240 rushing yards to lead the way uh, for um, his team, obviously the Tennessee Titans. He had a long run last week, which is always important. And in terms of touchdowns, he also is tied with Nick Chubb for the lead with three touchdowns. So Derrick Henry has the leader there. Defensive player of the year, Aaron Donald is your favorite right now, followed by Miles Garrett and Chandler Jones. TJ Watt is an interesting number, plus 1,100. So dynamic for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but he did injure his groin last week. His status is still up in the air for this week three game. Comeback player of the year, Dak Prescott, Christian McCaffrey are your favorites, followed by Joe Burrow. All three are excellent choices, but the guy who I would favor right now would be Sam Darnold, bouncing back from uh, his entire tenure, really, with the New York Jets. He's been great for the Carolina Panthers through two games. Sam Darnold plus 1,000. He's been absolutely fantastic for the Carolina Panthers. Speaking of the Carolina Panthers, I like Matt Rule, coach of the year so far, plus 1,600. I mean, hard to argue through the first two weeks of the season who is the NFL coach of the year. This is a team that uh, is 2-0 to start the season and has looked rather impressive, especially on defense. So that's a quick look at some futures here in the NFL and uh, taking a look at what's, you know, what has happened in the first two weeks of the season and what could happen here coming up here in week three, which gets underway Thursday night with those Carolina Panthers against the Houston Texans. Coming up next, I'll update you on the injuries around the league with the quarterbacks uh, and how it pertains to obviously those lines that have moved. Touch on a potential college football underdog that I do like as well uh, and a game that I'm going to have to explore a little further as we progress throughout the week, a situation that um, kind of caught my eye when I was going through the board here, uh, you know, as we hey, get closer and closer to the start of week four in the college football season. That's all coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money, and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VSIN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Scott Seidenberg back here. It's the look ahead here on VEASAN, the sports betting network, as we look ahead to uh, week three in the NFL, getting underway starting on Thursday night with the Carolina Panthers at the Houston Texans. And that's where we'll start with the player injury news. Obviously, we know that Davis Mills will get his first career start for Houston at quarterback coming up on Thursday. Tyrod Taylor is out. He is placed on injured reserve. He will miss the next couple of weeks. So uh, no determination on how long he will be out. It will be a couple of weeks. So it's going to be Davis Mills. And uh, it's going to be Jeff Driscoll, who has been called up from the practice squad to serve as Davis Mills' backup. Um, The team also moved wide receiver Nico Collins to injured reserve. And uh, Danny Amendola likely going to be out for this game as well. Uh, With the Bears, obviously the big story is with Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. The NFL Network reported on Tuesday that Dalton, with his knee, is considered week to week. So it does appear that Justin Fields will get his first career start, although nothing has been announced just yet. I'm sure more information will come out here on Wednesday about the status of Andy Dalton and whether or not they uh, will officially announce that Justin Fields will start on Sunday for the Bears against the Browns. The new news that we found out on Tuesday is Steelers quarterback Mike Tomlin announcing that Ben Roethlisberger has a pectoral injury. Ben is likely going to miss practice time this week. And while there's no information or announcement about his status for Sunday against the Bengals, Mike Tomlin did say, quote, we'd better be ready to be adjustable, end quote. And that's in terms of uh, the quarterback situation there for the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? So, again, 
No uh, Ben Roethlisberger at practice, but he's done this before. Ben Roethlisberger is no stranger to missing practice. He can miss practice and then not not practice all week and then play, and, and he'll be fine. Uh, Mason Rudolph, I would assume, would get the start if Ben can't go in this game coming up against the Bengals. Uh, that line actually is off the board because of uh, the news with Big Ben, but the Steelers were four-and-a-half-point favorites. No update on Carson Wentz. Uh, no update just yet. He's got two injured ankles. If he can't go, it's Jacob Eason getting the start. Um, he had said that they're going to do everything they can to get him uh, get himself ready to play in this game. So we'll wait and see. But the Titans are currently at five-and-a-half favorites over the Cleveland Browns. Excuse me, over the... Uh, Indianapolis Colts, and yes, no word yet on the status of Carson Wentz. So um, that's your latest on the quarterbacks. Wide receiver nuggets, Jarvis Landry has been placed on injured reserve, so the Browns will be without Jarvis Landry on Sunday against the Bears, but Odell Beckham Jr. is expected to return. He missed their Week 2 game, so uh, with uh, one wide receiver going out, one wide receiver coming back in. The Browns should be okay. The Giants did place Nick Gates, their guard, on injured reserve. If you watched that game on Thursday night, that was a pretty nasty injury, so you expected him to be out as well. Uh, the big story in the NFL, non-injury related, non-gambling uh, related, I guess it is you know, related, I guess, some gambling, the, the, the taunting stuff. The taunting stuff has to be addressed because the, the penalties for ta- taunting have been so ridiculous this season that it's actually affecting games. I had the Bengals plus the points against the Bears, and I got it early in the week at three, so I wound up surviving and pushing. Uh, unfortunately, if you got the Bengals in um, at a different line, you lost. Like for the circuit contest, I got them at two and a half. I lost. They lost by three. But there was one situation in this game that really frustrated me with the officiating. And we've seen it throughout the NFL, but this one was really ugly because it changed the dynamic of the game. There was a second down play in which the Bears faced second and long from pretty much like their own goal line. And Dalton drops back to pass. The pass gets deflected and it's incomplete. After that deflection, the defensive player kind of, you know, talked a little bit of smack to Andy Dalton. Flag was thrown for taunting. 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. Instead of it being third and long on their own goal line or their own two-yard line, dangerous play, they're probably just going to run the ball up the middle and punt it away. Bengals get the ball back in great field position. You know you're not going to take any risks there, especially when the pressure just got to you and deflected a pass inside your own end zone. Instead of that being the case, it was a 15-yard penalty and an automatic first down for the Bears who wound up extending that drive. Plays like that, flags like that, change the course of this game. And you've seen the tweet a thousand times. Everyone tweets it out all the time. It makes you scream at the television. We wager apps. We wager dollars, actual dollars on this league. And to have the officials change the outcome because of these calls that have nothing to do with the play on the field. I understand the league wants to kind of uh, crack down on certain things, crack down on player safety issues. I'd rather, and I, I am very bothered by the targeting rule in college football. but I And the same thing in the NFL with the defenseless receiver, because sometimes I just think these guys are playing football. And, and when, a, when, a, when a runner ducks his head, and then the, the, the guy trying to make a tackle is trying to make a play, things happen, you make contact with your helmet. You know, to, to penalize 15 yards, to eject the guy from the game, a lot of things that go wrong there. But I can live with it. I can live with penalties being called that affect the game because those penalties are trying to make the game safer. All these taunting penalties are trying to do is to make sure that guys don't fight with each other, to make sure guys don't get into scrums. I don't understand it. 
Let these guys celebrate. A player made a big catch and spun the football on the ground and got flagged for a taunting penalty. That is ridiculous. The NFL has to address it immediately because these calls are affecting the outcome of these games. And you can handicap a game all you want. You can crunch the numbers. You can watch the game film. You can be on the right side. But when a taunting penalty or something absurd like that changes the outcome of the game, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? The Chargers had an opportunity on Sunday to go up by four on the Dallas Cowboys. They were three-and-a-half-point favorites. They had an opportunity to go up four points in the fourth quarter. They score a touchdown from the goal line. It gets called back due to an illegal shift penalty. You watch the replay. I didn't see a shift. Brandon Staley didn't see a shift. No one saw, no one saw an illegal shift. But okay, the officials saw it. We can live with that. So now it's second down and goal from uh, you know inside the five-yard line. Justin Herbert's being chased backwards. He's backpedaling. He's backpedaling. He's stiff-arming the defender away from him. He throws the ball away. You would think, incomplete pass, let's get third and goal from inside the five. But no. The referees determine that Herbert was in the grasp and it becomes a sack and a 22-yard loss? So then on third, on third down, they're just forced to dump it over the middle, get a couple of yards back, and kick a game-tying field goal, give the ball back to Dallas. They wind up losing the game. That's the difference. Those officials' calls right there are the difference between a team covering and a team losing the game outright. You can handicap the game all you want, but when officiating comes into play, it's never a good sign. And uh, the taunting penalty is something that the NFL absolutely has to address. And a lot of players and a lot of coaches are uh, pretty fed up with it. And, and I know fans are as well pretty fed up with it. I promised you I'd touch on a little bit of a college football underdog. Uh, one to keep a note on, and, and we'll expand on this maybe more tomorrow. But I think South Carolina is interesting with the announcement that Luke Doty takes over as the starting quarterback. He was supposed to be the starter coming into the year, but then he got hurt, so they had to go with the graduate assistant to come in and be their starting quarterback. So now Doty comes back comes back from injury, played last week against Georgia. He's going to be the starter. South Carolina is a five-point dog to Kentucky. And uh, as good as a, a turnaround that Kentucky has had, you know, laying five on the road in a conference game where – you know, they are coming off two games in which they just survived. Uh, don't really like the spot here, but maybe we can explore that further on in the week. Coming up next, we're going to get into the Major League Baseball slate for Wednesday. I'll update you on the postseason standings as well. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for Moneyline, Over, Under, and Against the Spread Bets. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Scott Seidenberg back here on The Look Ahead here on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Want to give you an update on the Major League Baseball standings as we currently sit here with uh, about 10 games or so left for many of these teams around the league. Division races, uh, no change real, really in the America, in the National League, excuse me, East. Braves are still three games up on the Phillies. Both teams handled their business on Tuesday. The Giants and Dodgers both won, so the Giants still one game up on the Dodgers in the NL West. The wild card is where things are getting interesting. Red Sox in the, in the uh, American League. Have a game and a half lead up on the Toronto Blue Jays for the first wild card. There are two games up on the Yankees for that first wild card. Red Sox are playing great baseball. They've won six straight games, and they will send Chris Sale to the hill coming up on Wednesday against the New York Mets at Fenway. The Mets uh, not good as of late. The Mets just not good uh, as of the entire season, but uh, they're three and seven in their last 10. Uh, so Chris Sale on the hill, heavy favorite for the Red Sox. Uh, certainly would back them uh, coming up on Wednesday. The Blue Jays, uh, fresh off a win against the Tampa Bay Rays. They are a half game up on the Yankees for that second wild card, and uh, they will face the Rays again on Wednesday. Louis Patino goes for the Rays. Julian Merriweather for the Blue Jays. Uh, Rays are a small minus 120 favorite. The Yankees are a half game back. They handle their business against the Texas Rangers, and they're going to have to do so again. They are. Uh, they have to win these games against these bad teams in order to keep their playoff chances alive. The Yankees will send Corey Kluber to the hill, where they are a heavy, heavy favorite against the Texas Rangers and Taylor Hearn. Over in the National League uh, for the wild card race, how about this? The St. Louis Cardinals have won 10 straight games. You want to talk about getting hot at the right time? They, at the start of the month, were three games out of a wild card spot and now are four games up on a wild card spot. So, or two and a, or two and a half out, now they're four games up. Ten straight wins for the St. Louis Cardinals. They are four games up on the Cincinnati Reds in that National League wild card race. The Reds losing back-to-back days now um, to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, I, I, or the Reds, just, no, not back-to-back, but the Reds losing to the Pittsburgh Pirates, man. How do you lose to this team? How do you lose in a playoff push, in a game in which you're playing for your playoff lives? I mean, they had bases loaded with nobody out, down one run, and they failed to score a run with their three, four, five hitters up. It's just embarrassing, an embarrassing loss, and uh, their playoff chances are pretty much gone if uh, they lose this game here on Wednesday because they only got one, two, three, four games against the Nationals, and then they play the White Sox for two games and then three games against the Pirates to end the year. So, I mean, you can't beat the Pirates. You don't deserve to make it into the postseason, but uh, it's been a bad run there for them. The Phillies are four and a half games back of the wild card, but the Phillies are more interested in the division because the Phillies, as long as they keep pace with the Atlanta Braves, 
They have three games coming up with the Braves to end the month of September. So that series at the end of September, the 28th, 29th, and 30th, uh, all three games in Atlanta will determine the National League East. Phillies have a finish up a game here against the Orioles. Then they have a four-game set against the Pirates. So certainly winnable games for the Phillies. And uh, that's where I'm going to go here with the games on Wednesday. Uh, I've done it two times this week. Let's make it three three in a row. On Monday, we went Yankees, Phillies, Moneyline, Parlay. Yankees beat the Rangers. Phillies lost to the Orioles 2-0. Again, you're trying to make the playoffs. You're playing for your playoff lives. You get shut out by the Baltimore Orioles. It's flat out embarrassing. Okay, we went back to the well on Tuesday. Yankees money line against the Rangers. They won. Phillies against the Orioles. They won in extra innings. So the parlay did come through. Both times it was right around even money. It was like plus 104, plus 106 both days. And uh, now it is going to be actually a little bit of juice. Yankees are minus 290 currently with Kluber on the hill. And the Phillies with a great pitching matchup. Zach Wheeler on the hill for them. They get the advantage going up against Keegan Aiken. It's minus 132 for both of these teams. I'll lay that small juice. I just hit it today at plus 106, so I'll take it at minus 132. We'll go back to the well with the Yankees and the Phillies. If you're looking for a third team to get involved, want to get a little plus money here, could you back the Reds with Castillo on the hill against the Pirates? (laughs) So dangerous, but... It's, it's pretty much a must-win, right, for all intents and purposes. They can't lose this game or else they might fall four games back or five games back with, you know, nine to play. You just can't do that. So if you want to put the Reds in there, that three-team parlay becomes plus 150. Don't like the Reds? You want to put someone else in there? Well, the Red Sox, as I mentioned, have been playing great baseball. They've won six straight. The Mets, meanwhile, have lost uh, seven of their last ten. You got Chris Sale on the mound against Taiwan Walker. So Chris Sale is minus 180 as a favorite. You have those three teams at the parlay. It's plus 174. So uh, that might be the way to go with the way that the Red Sox are playing as good as they've been playing. As I mentioned, they've won six straight games. Now they send Chris Sale to the hill. Um, might have to go with that one instead. So Yankees, Phillies, and Red Sox, three-team money line is plus 174. So kind of like that. Uh, Any futures that are interesting that stand out to you? Well, Dodgers plus 285, they are your favorites to win the World Series. I find that so interesting. So interesting. Because they're in the wild card game right now. And I know that there's still time and they could find themselves winning the division and avoiding that wild card game. And to me, it's still going to come down to Dodgers-Giants. Those two teams are playing each other in the division round because one of them is going to be in the wild card game. I make either one of those teams a favorite in the wild card game, and then they'll face off against each other in the divisional round. It's a shame we don't get those two teams in the NLCS, we'll get them only in the NLDS. But Giants are plus 1,000 to win the World Series. Dodgers are plus 285. I'd rather bet the Giants at plus 1,000 and take my chances in that series between the Dodgers and the Giants because uh, I think the winner of that series does represent the National League in the World Series and has a very good chance to win it all. So plus 1,000 for the San Francisco Giants would be uh, my bet. As far as a uh, American League bet, you got the Astros at plus 475, the White Sox at plus 750, Rays at plus 800. Then you could talk about maybe your wild card teams. Red Sox plus 2000, Blue Jays plus 2000, Yankees plus 2000. Don't know which of those teams is going to wind up uh, making it to the postseason. Uh, the Atlanta Braves right now, who are currently leading the NL East, they are plus 1300. The Phillies, who are three games back of the NL East, plus 7000 to win the World Series. Uh, that's where I would look there. In terms of the division, um, no division odds are even available as of now. League winner, the Giants are plus 425. Dodgers plus 140. Again, I think it's great disrespect for the San Francisco Giants. I might just play the Giants to win the World Series at plus 1,000. That might be where I go. Because 
this is the team that right now, if the season ended today, they're your divisional winner, and they're not going to be in the wild card game. For the remainder of the season, you compare the schedules for both of the teams, it's certainly going to be a fun race, right? And it was a big win for the Giants here against the Padres. They got the Padres again coming up, right? And then they actually have two games with the Padres coming up. Then they play the Rockies for three. Then they play the Diamondbacks. And then the Padres again for three. But at that point, at the at the last three games of the season, the Padres could be out of it. They could be completely out of the wild card race and uh, just playing out the strings. And you never know um, how they're going to play those games. The Dodgers, meanwhile, they have to finish up the series with the Rockies. Then they play the Diamondbacks, then the Padres, and then they finish the season with the Brewers. And uh, the Brewers might not have anything to play for because they're already locked into where they are winning their division and uh, having their playoff seeding already determined that they are going to play against the National League East. So, Moneyline Parlay back to the well again. Yankees and Phillies. If you want to have some fun and throw a third team in there, why not go with the Boston Red Sox? I'm Scott Satterberg. Follow along on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. It's the look ahead here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.